Watch who? Hello, and welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. Very first time. And we've got um, Christmas in summer this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, I mean, depending when this goes out, we're technically still in spring, but it is Christmas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's very strange to do a Christmas special, which um, I don't think you were expecting coming up. I was up. not expecting it to be a Christmas special, no. I think you did mention it, but I'd forgotten. It, it did sort of throw me a little bit. But before we start, we've got some catching up to do because I, I have to tell you about the... Comic-Con I went to. Yeah, you do. You've got a lot to tell me about this. So much so that I, listeners, I asked Mark not to tell me so he could share it all with you and you can hear my reactions firsthand. Okay. What do you want first? The actual Comic-Con or the... Oh, no, you've got to start with the accommodation. So, dear listeners, this is how it started with Mark. I got a message from Mark telling me that he was going to be away at the weekend. I was like, cool. And he booked what sounds, through booking.com though, but what sounds like the dodgiest place on earth. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. What? And he was like, why does this happen to me? And I'm like, why do you let this happen to you? And then I was like, I want to hear all about it when we record. So here we go. That's all I know other than, what was it they asked for? Like, Well, it was a cheap place, okay? Because it's expensive to go to these comic books with the travel and everything like that. So I always look for the cheapest place, like that Manchester place with the bed bugs. Um, but this was different. This was like, it was through booking.com. So I was looking through all the hotels. They were quite expensive. And there was this like, it was like an apartment thing. So it's on its own, like a bit like Airbnb type thing. Yeah, yeah. Really cheap. Looked really, really nice. Booked it. Paid up front through booking.com. So it was all paid up, all sorted. And then I got a message through booking.com from the people being like hi it's so and so from this place looking forward to you staying can you click on this link and go through and do the online check-in thing beforehand i was like okay so i clicked on it and it went through to this other like it was wasn't booking.com it was like something book booking it was some other website and i was like okay that's a bit odd and you had to upload your id sign a rental agreement thing and then put your card details in for a 200 pound damage deposit saying we will take 200 pounds 14 days before you stay and it will be refunded seven days afterwards so okay i know there's a few red flags there okay <laughs> but i get i get the taking your details and i get that in terms of like being able to if there was anything then charge you what i don't get is already charging you the money before you stay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, they have done it. Spoiler, everyone. They've taken the money. <laughs> <laughs> I've not, I don't think it's a scam, though. Um, so, I, okay, yeah, there, there are little red flags there. But I, so I messaged booking.com and I was like, I've just had this message. Because it went through to a different website, that's what. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't through booking.com. So, uh, not sponsored, obviously. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. So I messaged them, and I was like, "Okay, this has happened. They want me to pay two hundred pounds through this for a damage thing." Yeah, yeah. And then Booking dot com got back and was like, "Yeah, one, everything should be going through us, and two, it's it's only if there's damage afterwards that they take money out. They wouldn't be taking money beforehand." And I was like, "Okay." So I messaged back the people. 
um, to say, well, I've heard from this. They say there shouldn't be anything. You know, I can get the other ID and everything done, but I'm not sure, you know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think this should happen. Anyway, days went by, nothing, no response from them at all, until it got to, like, the day before going and there was still nothing. So I did have another look and I was like, oh, maybe it is legit. Well, actually, no, I did a bit of Googling and this place and the pictures of the place... Um, actually, another red flag was on Booking.com. It said this this property is no longer taking any bookings. Not like it was booked up. It's just there's you cannot book this place anymore through this website. And I saw it on other websites as well. And it also said you cannot book this place anymore. So you cannot book this place anywhere now. And also, it used to be called something else. That it's up there with the same pictures of a of a different name on Booking.com and some other websites, which you cannot book anymore. And the photos some of the photos were of this other place. So there were a few other things there and I was like, okay. I messaged and said, can I send my ID through? The ID thing wasn't working. So I was like, can I email you the ID? Um, and also, okay, I'll get the money stuff sorted, but can you just check about the ID? And I thought if I've mentioned the money thing, maybe they'll get back in touch quicker. And they did <laughs> as soon as I said the money. But then I got a, I got a text from them. And they were like, oh, the messaging thing through booking.com isn't working. Of course so, it's not because they're no longer listed. So we're messaging you instead. Yes, you can email me at this. And it was something at gmail.com. But I did do a company's house thing of this like property place that runs it. And it was the same name and it and it, they're registered. And so I was like, okay, it balances out. But I was doing a bit of research. Anyway, cut a long story short, I paid the money through. Okay, I put it up, did all the ID, did everything else, and, and then, I, then I text. Okay, this is still the day before. Then I text and went, money's sorted. Can you let me know? Because they were like, you have to fill this in, otherwise we're not giving you any check-in details. So I didn't know how, like, you need the code to get in to get the key and stuff. Anyway, did that. Uh, it took a few hours, and then that night before, the money had gone out of the account, the £200 <laughs> had gone. <laughs> so they have actually taken it. And then I was... I still hadn't got any check-in instructions. That Friday morning, because I was supposed to check in that Friday afternoon, still hadn't had any check-in details. I was like, oh, no, maybe this is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> so I text again, being like, oh, can you just let me know the check-in details? Because I haven't had anything yet. Uh, and then they message back going, oh, have you not had anything in your email? Because they're supposed to be automated. Should come through soon. But uh, I don't want to spam your email. So I'm not... I, I'll just leave it a bit longer. And I was like, no, I've checked the spam. Is there anything? Can you send again? And they said, yes, of course. Didn't get anything for a little while. I was like, oh, my God. And this is, I'm getting on the train now <laughs> to go. <laughs> Still nothing. Uh, and then um, eventually it did come through. There was an email come through. This is the code to get in. This is the key. Blah, 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 blah. Great. Got there. It was fine. It was great. Only just got back though, so that £200 should be coming back within the next seven days. So tune in next time, everyone, when we definitely know if it was a scam or not, because they could have taken the £200. If, if you don't hear anything in a week, could you go back to Booking.com and say, this is the interaction I had? Yeah, I can, but I do have the message from Booking.com being like, they shouldn't be taking any money. Yeah, but you <laughs> say to them that that was the only way they were going to insure the booking. Yeah, you've got yeah. proof of that because you've got it in texts. Mm. So hopefully it's okay. Screenshot the text so they don't delete anything. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I've got them. Because people I've got can them on just my delete phone. their messages, can't oh, okay. they? And then <laughs> they all disappeared. 
No, I've still got them. It's fine. Okay, screenshot them now, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, everyone. I've been told to do this. <laughs> but anyway, to get on to the convention, uh, it was MCon in Nottingham, so it was a big arena one. Yeah. And the main reason for going was not Doctor Who, actually. It was Chloe Annette from Crime Traveller, as we discussed in our Keeper of Tracking episode, uh, and Red Dwarf as well. Mm. Uh, and I've always wanted to meet her, and I was very nervous meeting her, but she was absolutely wonderful. She was amazing. Oh. Like, uh, like it was, um, I mean, it's not cheap. That It was 20 quid for a photo, 20 quid for a autograph. So I went up to a table and I had that letter. Um, I don't think I mentioned this in before, but um, I wrote to the BBC when I was young to be like, why isn't there not another series of Crime Trevor? Oh, and I've got that letter. So I've got that from when I wrote that when I was in primary school. So I took that to show her and she, she was like talking about, uh, she was just amazing. I mean, she wanted to sign the letter and I was like, she was oh. like, and I was like, no, it's fine. It's all right. And I had my Crime Traveller DVD thing and she signed that. And then she was like, I, I said, oh, obviously I like you in Red Dwarf. She's like, Oh, well, I'll give you a, a photo for free and I'll sign that as well. So I got that for free. Nice. <laughs> nice. And then she was like, do you want a selfie for free? <laughs> because I got the official um, studio photo which is a cool. bit later on. Well, actually, no, this one's good, isn't it? That's a good fine. one. That's a good yeah. one. I was like, I've come all this way. I've been waiting years to see you. I've come all this way. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I... Um, also saw her later on. I think she was going to the toilet, but she was walking through the crowd and she saw me and waved. Um, and then the photo, that was at the beginning of that, and the photo was right, right at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and I queued up and I've got, I was wearing that hoodie with the Lyle and Scott, you know, the Lyle and Scott logo. Oh, yeah. On the hoodie. Anyway, I was, queuing, I, was, I was just about to have the photo and she looked at it and she went, Hollister. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, that's. That logo, I know that logo. It's Hollister. That's really, I was like, no, I don't think it is. <laughs> like, it's not Hollister. What are you? Do-? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, she just started like. I was like, no, it's not. She's like, oh, I know that logo. I was like, oh, I think it's um, Lyle and Scott, isn't it? I said, I don't. I said, I don't think it's as expensive as Hollister. <laughs> I don't think it's. I think it's just. A, she's like, no, it's good. And and I was like, yeah, it's Lyle and Scott. And she's like, oh yeah, of course it is. Well, that's not bad. That's not. That's quite good. And I went, no, I think I got it in a sale. And she just sort of hit me and went, oh. <laughs> see you later <laughs> like <laughs> so that's what is happening while this photo has been taken <laughs> she just sort of hit me and was like oh, get out of it <laughs> get out of here so she was absolutely wonderful I'm so pleased that she wasn't like you know in a mood or yeah, yeah. scary or anything like that but also uh, and I have put this out there I did see Mandip Gill who has been in the, the latest series of Doctor Who yeah she was there and it was about time I had a bad photo and I will put this up I'm mid blink I think I don't know what is happening there it's another squash face mark it doesn't even look like you it's so funny it's been so long since we've had squash face mark it's horrible (laughs) it is horrible that's worse than squashed face that one (laughs) no squash face is still forever like ingrained in my mind that is on par with squash face (laughs) it's a nice one of her but um, no, I'm just... It doesn't even look like you. That does not look like me at all, does it? <laughs> That's the best part. It looks... <laughs> <laughs> it looks nothing like you. 
I don't know what happened. But they, <laughs> like, how much did you pay for that? That was twenty five quid. Oh, that's that not one. bad. Yeah. Considering she's just been on. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was thirty advertised. So, um, but I did also want to see um, that. Well, the fifth Doctor, Peter Davison, but he cancelled last minute, so didn't get to see him. So, um, which also brings me on to when you messaged me and you were like, "I've started watching the next Doctor." And I was like, oh, no, because I meant to send you a picture of, like, where K9 and Company is on BritBox because it's under special. I completely forgot, to be honest. I mean, you know me. But also, I can, I, like, what was I thinking? I also started a new series. We haven't even done the Doskers. You were like, we need to get Nike. I was like, oh, yeah. And the Doskers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Well, no, when I got that message, I was like, oh, no, you've started watching, obviously, you started watching Castro Valva. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry, everyone. But then I was like, oh, no. I've only done one, and I've done one episode. But then, but I only realised about the Doskers after yeah. that as well. I was like, "Hang on, that's the next series." Yeah, I know. I don't know. Why I was. I think it's because I knew in my head we were recording, and I was like, "I have a really busy few days. Let's make a start." So I just started to make a start, and I just if I'd have like thought about it a bit more, but I didn't. But it's okay. Don't worry. I mean, I'll probably forgotten most of it and have to rewatch it again by the time we get to it. So. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Although so. I will say, and I did message you this, which started it, I'd forgotten that the Doctor regenerated. <laughs> this is where my head's at. So as it started, he was on the ground. I was like, oh, yeah, he regenerated. It's a new Doctor. <laughs> I completely forgot. That won't happen a second time. <laughs> no, so yeah so i wanted to yeah it would be good to i could have told you about peter that we can talk about peter davison now because he's another doctor it's not yeah. spoilers for you now so yeah unfortunately he cancelled so um i've seen chloe Annette. my uh life ambition has been achieved <laughs> finally <laughs> i was just so scared i was like oh, what's she gonna be like but um yeah she was absolutely brilliant wonderful because she doesn't do acting or anything anymore oh actually here, here's here's the thing her agent when she was in Crime Traveller and Red Dwarf at the same time, because she was saying, she was basically on, there was like an overlap briefly that she was on Crime Traveller on, like, like Red Dwarf on like a Friday night and Crime Traveller on a Saturday. She said the BBC were annoyed that she was in two sci-fi shows at the same time. It wasn't the done thing. And they were a bit funny about it. But um, her agent yeah. is the actress that plays Tegan. Oh, no way. And got her, yeah, and got her those parts. It was her agent at the time in the in the nineties, yeah. So, and also, I don't think this has come up. Maybe it did when we were talking about Dodo, but um, the actress that played Dodo was Tom Baker's agent. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, oh my she, gosh! So I, I think that might have been after he'd left Doctor Who or around yeah, that time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they went into that. I can't imagine Dodo being the fourth Doctor, the agent of Tom Baker as well. I don't know if that's such a small world thing. Yeah. I mean, a lot of actors do become agents and stuff, but... Mm. Yeah. Anyway, shall we talk about K9 and Company? Yes. Because I didn't really tell you much about it. I just said, it's K9 and Company, it's a special. I'm hoping that you've liked it because, in my head, it's a little bit of a, like, a nice Sunday afternoon prototype mystery with Sarah Jane back as a sort of young Miss Marple type thing, yeah. maybe, in my head. Actually, I'm kind of sad that that it wasn't made into a series. Other than, like, you can see the elements why it wasn't.
potential. Well, I asked you to do a little reaction video of watching the titles oh my because God. I knew because those are so like with like fandom and stuff so many people parody them and it's just that people go to that pub and have the glass of wine and sit there and recreate that moment that all happens it was so. right it was like three scenes wasn't it she she's on her bike that's one she sat having the wine and then the other one she just sort of like looks at the camera oh no she's jogging she's going I'm out jogging. for a jog <laughs> yeah I she's jogging She's jogging. She's the wine. What's the third one? Jogging wine. Oh, and then just sort of... Is she sitting on a wall? (laughs) She sort of turns to the camera and does this look, right? And it was the fact, like, they'd done one thing, then there's some things. Then we see that one. And then it was the fact that they did a fast of just those three. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what, as you saw, it just killed me. I was like... Oh, and when it was her on the wall... And then it was canine on the wall. I died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I died. Like, it was so cheesy and ridiculous. It felt like, um, I don't know. It was just, it just, it didn't fit anything that happened after. <laughs> and it was so, and also, oh my gosh, I want to be on a fly on the wall when they were putting together that because it's a good minute it's not short it's a good minute intro who all right this is the music we okay like we're doing a series here's the music okay we're gonna shoot this like who were the people i want to be a fly on the wall in that conversation when they were like and it'll be this and then she'll be on the wall and then canine will be on the wall and they're a double act <laughs> it's yeah it's it's gone down in history as <laughs> an interesting title i don't know would they have kept that would that have just been a yeah like a pilot idea i don't know but it's it's brilliant you're not going to get that anywhere else oh my gosh no it's so funny and sarah jane yeah because almost as it started i was trying to remember if she did encounter canaan and obviously she didn't but like it's very close to when like her leaving and canine appearing so yeah and i so i think around that time the producer did ask Sarah Jane to be actually back in the new series for the sort of regeneration. But I think he wanted her to do a whole series and she was like, no. But obviously she agreed to this. Um, he did also ask um, Leela to come back. Oh, really? For the, for, to come back for the regeneration. I think, you know, there's like loads of them around and there's like those, those past sort of flashbacks in Legopolis. Mm. I think he did actually want people to come back, but they, they wouldn't or whatever. Anyway, this, for whatever reason was made as a little Christmas special thing. In, it's like I, 81, 82? Yeah, so we're like Christmas 81, I think, now. Towards, yeah. Yeah. Or 80, yeah, going into 81, It's not 80. I, I remember it was 81 or 82, so it came up with a year. I can't remember which. Um, and, yeah, I, what I like about this, though, I mean, you've got K9, obviously. I mean, it is more about Sarah Jane than K9. Way more about Sarah Jane than K9. Way more. But it's not spacey sci-fi or anything. It is a little Midsummer Murders style thing. With all these different characters in the village, you're setting you up like your classic sort of Agatha Christie type yeah. thing. But Part we... of me did wonder where else it could go. What, as a series? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is it always well, we do have, you know, eventually, years later, the Sarah Jane Adventures. She's on Earth doing sort of the same thing. Yeah. She, but she I has think... ca- the fact that it was in, I don't you know, right, Midsummer Murders is the, is the perfect, like, comparison. It's all in the village sort of thing. Okay, well, did you guess who it was? Were you guessing throughout? 
what did you pretty much yeah it wasn't i didn't find it the most obvious which was quite nice uh, so to who were you thinking which one were you thinking as you i thought through? it was like she said at the end i thought it was that woman and her husband <laughs> oh my god she they are everyone loves them they are the best yeah. aren't they but yeah. it, it sort of acted to make you think isn't yeah it? exactly exactly so like there was nothing that made me think oh it's this person it's this person like even at one point, like I was like, "Oh, is it the the boyfriend? Is it her aunt's boyfriend?" Uh, what, Brendan? I mean, I can't remember names. You get introduced to a lot of people very quickly. Well, uh, we're watching this back. Yeah, I mean, I so I had this on video, obviously, when I was young. And, yeah. Um, oh, oh my God, Ross loved this one because I lent him. Actually, I lent him the Hand of Fear. Of course he did. And um, I accidentally put Canine Company in the box of Hand of Fear. So when he borrowed it, he was like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, it's Canine Company. He loved Canine. Uh, so I watched this a lot. But I didn't, watching it back, she, like, Sarah Jane comes in and there she's like, Oh, there's this person visits, this person comes around, this person rings up. It's You've got so to... many people. Like, but I don't know if that's... Room. Because it's like a pilot and it's sort of setting it up, maybe it's got to do a little bit more than it normally would have because you're I setting everything up. The So we have that scene with the ant and then literally she's appearing and it's, a, it, you know, there was no sort of like distinction that time had passed between the scene with her aunt and then when she's suddenly there... Like, so initially I was, I was like, well, where is it? Like, literally, just, <laughs> well, yeah, she was there a minute ago. <laughs> like, like, she's coming and then she's not here. Like, I was as confused as Sarah Jane was. <laughs> there was no allusion to like a passing of time of a week or something. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Lavinia. So she was, that was the one, you know, when Sarah Jane first started and she was pretending to be her aunt to get into the unit yeah. thing. That's who it was. It was a weird thing with aunts this time. We had Auntie Vanessa. Tegan's yeah. aunt last time. It's all aunts all of a sudden. Um, but I like that, yeah, it does, it's got to do quite a lot in the short time. I think that's the problem because it's interesting. And then you've got to introduce Brendan as well because Sarah Jane needs some a little a companion of her own in a way. Yeah, so I wasn't thinking of Brendan. I was thinking of Aunt Lavinia's boyfriend. She hasn't, she's not, she hasn't got that's a boyfriend. That's what she says of a farmer. That's not a boyfriend. I'm Hang sure on. he says it's a boyfriend. And that's no. how he lets himself in the back. He's used to it. And... <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to have to go back and watch. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> 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 Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Okay, I need to look this up. <laughs> hang on, hang on, all of it, right. Are you talking about the farmer man? Right, I swear on, he said stop. No, he says he lets himself in the back, but he doesn't <laughs> say it's his boyfriend. <laughs> no, he he's like the neighbour. He runs the This was the other thing, wasn't it? The um the soil and all of that stuff. So you've got Bill Pollock. Uh, hang, no, sorry, hang on, hang on. We are figuring this out. Or are you talking about like scary farmer man who was a bit who was baddie? No, no, I not scary farm man. The guy with the dog. Yeah, what was his name? Bill Pollock. 
Right. Bill and it was him. And it was him. No, do I mean, am I on about the same people then? Hang on, there's not that... All right, okay. There's, I'm looking on Wikipedia. There's so many people. Hang You're on, right, George, okay. I've got... George. Okay, so, George Tracy. Yeah. Um, Hang on, George Tracy is the guy with the flat cap who was a bit creepy, who was the him. Yeah, Well, it was him. He was bad, wasn't he? Is that what I mean? And then you've got Bill Pollock, who had the Alsatian. Oh, no, no, I mean him. I mean him. I mean the one with the dog. Yeah, who lets himself in the back. Yeah, but it's not a boy. He's just like a neighbour that they all work. You know, he said he rented her East Wing. Yeah. (laughs) He rented her East Wing. I swear he said that they were together. (laughs) No, they are not. No, because Sarah Jane would be like, where's your girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) She's an independent woman, is the aunt. She doesn't leave. Uh, no, so, yeah, so it did turn out to be him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Baddie. Yeah, yeah, and the post office lady, and sort of the son and the guy, and the It was pretty much everyone but that couple. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I thought, oh, he's bad. I never thought the post office lady was. That was, what, like, there were other people, like, oh, it's them, oh, it could be them. So. Yeah. Oh, but, um, yeah, that, that couple, the... um. It's Juno Baker, the Bakers, who have the party. Yeah, they are great. They, but they Juno but and do, Howard. Do, but do you think they play it too obvious? I mean, maybe for watching it a second time, but not the first time. Everyone plays it like that. Because when she's on the phone and she's like, "Oh, I yeah, she'll that. come." Yeah, when that phone call is so over, she's quite a bit over the top. But um, so, what do you think about Brendan then coming into it? So he was the ward, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I li- I thought it was a really nice... It brought some sort of... The element that people know of Doctor Who, which was the science. He's obviously interested in it, even though he's younger. Um, yeah, I liked him. I thought it was good. I thought him and Sarah Jane were the strongest actors. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sarah Jane is uh, above everybody in this, I think. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. I don't think the actress was particularly happy with the end result. I don't think... I, I don't know. I, was, I think she felt that they were sort of dressing her a bit too, sort of old Miss Marpley and making her a bit. I mean, she's still that journalist. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. And obviously, yeah, she does need some. That Brendan reminds me, he's a bit like Adric. He's like Adric too. Yeah, like yeah. Earth, he's Earth Adric, basically. Uh, yeah, I, I liked him. I thought, like, he had a nice. I was trying, trying to work out what his age might be. Because he's obviously supposed to still be in school and stuff. But I was like, he had like a naivety, but also uh, obvious, very keen interest in things. And was obviously quite clever. And I liked how he bonded with K-9 very quickly and stuff. So I thought that I liked it quite well. How it was that Sarah Jane journalist. And not only is she a journalist, she's a very good one too. I like it. It seemed like early Sarah Jane to me in this, that first season with the third Doctor. We know in yes. the Dinosaurs one, which the filing cabinet lift and all of that. And yeah, she's yeah. Like, I know I'm right. She was up against everybody who was bad. It was like I all liked over her, again. Well, liked is another one. But everyone kept saying to her, like, <laughs> what did they keep saying? Oh, lighten up or something like that. Yeah, no, at the party, Juno Baker was like, oh, you're so prickly or something. Everyone gets Everyone. Yeah. What a way to not feel welcome in a place. <laughs> and then that other guy, yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, Brendan's been kidnapped. He's like, oh, stop being so, like, negative. He's like, yeah, he was really yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think she was, though. 
she was still the same character. Oh yeah, it just made me laugh how everyone was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> Lighten up, it's Christmas. It's yeah, all, yeah, it's all fine, and that nobody's worried about Aunt Lavinia. No one is. Not even her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I swear he said. No, he is not. A boy. He he said he rents out our East Wing and he used to let himself in the back door. Yeah, and, he, <laughs> and, and he does the soil samples and stuff. Because she's got a garden. She, obviously, that's part of on her land. Yeah. This garden thing. I didn't really get all this. P- I, like, I don't think you need to talk about the pH of the soil for a long time. I didn't really get that. I never got that as a child. And... I know we did that in science once at school about the pH well, of something. I didn't understand why everyone was so angry about it. Everyone was just so angry in this village. Well, because Brendan is like obviously brainy and he's like, well, the pH of this soil is... I don't know how you can tell by looking Unless at it. And then that guy is like... later. Like maybe it was to set up something that might come... Because obviously whoever... Like her aunt's boyfriend is the one that like... <laughs> Their business isn't doing well, whereas this other guy's business is doing very well. Oh, hang on. Has two people got different businesses? Yeah. Who's got a different business? I thought they were... So you've got... I think it's the Bakers. They have a business. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because he says... He sits down and he's like, whatever he does... If he hits anything, he just goes to roundabouts. I don't know. He made some sort of phrase and sat there on his pipe and... Yeah, swings and roundabouts, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, they're doing really well. And he said, like, if we don't do well, we're going to be bankrupt. And I wondered whether the PHs and all that was because they needed to make a sacrifice to please the gods or whoever it was, a lot of chanting, please someone that um, then their their crops will grow again. They believed that that's why their crops weren't growing. Because I suppose if this was a your standard pro it would all be about someone's be would have been murdered because they wanted shares in someone's PH business or something yeah. like that. But basically, is it like um, GM crops, basically, sort of thing, isn't it? I don't know. I, oh, I couldn't okay. work out what they were trying to do. I mean, I thought that she was a boyfriend, so, you know. I mean, when it started, it does start chanty stuff, and you think, oh, There's hang a on a second. There's a lot of chanting throughout. And I suppose it's got that element of the demons a little bit with all of that. It reminded me very demony. And I suppose, I think it would have worked well. It didn't have to be the culty stuff. I suppose it could have just been just, I mean, that's what makes it the, more of a canine sci-fi thing than your stand-up in Stummer Murders. Um, I'm not too keen on all the chancy stuff. It didn't go too over the top. And obviously Brendan gets captured as well and there's all of that stuff. It's a shame he's out of it for quite a lot. <laughs> but then you come to K9 and you're like, actually, how would a series work? Because... Canine can't really do very much. Sarah's got to get a pick him up in and out the car all the time. Yeah, <laughs> put him down and like open doors for him. And I liked when he hid in that guy's house. That was quite good. Yeah, it yeah, could be like a surveillance camera type thing. I just but didn't. I agree with you. It was not Canine's story. This was Sarah Jane's story, and Canine was there too to help. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I couldn't see him. And then they're driving around at the end and stuff. And he's a bit of a gun as well, or a stun gun. But what else could... He, there were so many things where I was like, well, if Canine could... Like, surely if Canine's in the house and Brendan gets, like, grabbed at the door or something, he can sense that and be like, there's a being at the door. Or he can detect stars. I don't know. I felt like in the Doctor Who, he was a bit more cleverer than that and could do stuff. But he can't be clever because 
we need to work out a detective mystery here. So I, I don't think it would have worked. No, maybe that was what they knew. Maybe that was why it only had this one beautiful special. Because it's like giving one intro. It's like saying to Miss Marple, "Here's like Wikipedia or something." I suppose you know, <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? Like, here's all yeah. your answers because you've got a nine. Beauty cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot to tell you my other favorite part of that intro. Sorry, there's a key change, but K9's voice doesn't change key, and that also destroyed me. Like, I was like, oh, key change. And then I realized he has not changed his voice. He is against the key change now. But the music has stepped up a bit in the last third or whatever. It's a fun song. Don't get me wrong. It's not the song's fault. (laughs) But I guess they were trying to do what they could do with what they thought at the time. I can't work out who it's pitched for either. Like, is it for kids? Is it for grown-up? Like, it's... It's just not very clear who it's pitched at. Well, I suppose for kids, you've got K9, but then families, you want to get the mystery of what happened. I, I don't know. know. It feels like it just works as a Christmas special, and that is it. Well, it got 8.4 million viewers, so... I can imagine it at Christmas. Yeah. And the guy that played the boyfriend, <laughs> he was the piratey guy, Megalos, Oh, okay. The you know spiky doctor, and you've got the two. The oh guys yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of those guys. That was him. Yeah. So he'd already been in Doctor Who previously, and they were like, "Oh, we'll book you again for the end of the season for Canine and Company." I would have liked to have seen more of Aunt Lavinia actually, or if the series went ahead. I think that's what would have happened. We'd have seen more of Aunt Lavinia. I really liked her. Her and them. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah. It just worked for what it was for me. I really can't imagine it as a series. But I like the slow pace of it because it is, she's picking up the telephone, having a chat, and then and people are walking in and out of the living the room. Telegrams. Yeah, and all of that stuff. I'd really like that. It's just fun. And the house and the set is so earth-based. In it's fact, so not sci-fi. I think that's when she was checking her telegrams, I thought, well, nowadays it'd be an email. Well, yeah, I mean... I don't receive this email or... Text. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't think it like it was it like a wire to America and stuff. Yeah, Even, yeah, yeah. But it's 1981. I'm sure you can just phone up America. Well, she's phoned someone to check international. Yeah, it's but all this, a bit odd. This all comes down to Aunt Lavinia just literally just leaving a note saying, "I've gone away." <laughs> like it's it's like the keeper truck and not saying what was going on. Aunt Lavinia could have just said, "I've just gone away." Early. Everything is fine. I've not been like murdered. <laughs> like this is everything. <laughs> I think she just went away without telling everyone, and then, and you can tell it's Christmas over in America. I like Aunt Lavinia at the end on the phone because she's got a sparkly top on because yeah. so it's Christmas. Well, apparently, in America, they don't really celebrate Christmas. <laughs> what was that about? Surely they they go massive on it, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> like, who wrote that? I don't like, know. That really not stood for an out. American audience. This is it. <laughs> what did you think of Brendan's laugh? When he um Oh he's honk. He's honk, yeah. <laughs> she said stop honking. That made me laugh. <laughs> that that always stands out for me, the honking. <laughs> I I thought that they had a good chemistry. I thought there was an, a nice rapport between them. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have loved to see more of them. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame he got kidnapped so early on. Yeah. And um it's obviously years after Sarah Jane has come back on Earth and she's a journalist she's been 
going around the world and stuff or doing whatever she does. And then she's apparently staying there now for good, like to, write a book. to live with her aunt. Oh yeah, to write a book. Oh, I'd love to write, read her book. I bet she does. Like it's like Murder She Wrote. Before well, that's Murder what, She Wrote, maybe that's what it would have turned into. Maybe she'd start writing these tales. Sarah Jane's murderous tales. Yeah, yeah. So you enjoyed it? I did more than I thought I would. <laughs> yes, yeah. I knew you would enjoy it. I think everyone likes it. It's a bit of a. It's an odd one. It's not really part of the season, but it's it's still we still got to do it in order at this point. But like all the acting was, it wasn't terrible. There wasn't anyone way over the top, and if they no, were, it, it was felt like a nice balance for a pilot. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit odd. Like she had to go around all these different churches. I don't know the timeline. If you look at it a bit, if you really pick it apart, I don't think it makes too much sense. No. But it doesn't matter. It's just fun. Yes, I agree. Yeah, 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 cool. Well, there we go. That is Canine and Company, everybody. We've done it. Why don't we be the Doskers next? Yeah, I don't think there's much else to say. Well, then we'll be on to the Fifth Doctor. We can talk about him properly, although you have had a sneak preview. So Yeah, sorry, everyone. I just wasn't thinking. <laughs> I knew we were recording. I was like, right, next. I <laughs> just went, <Yeah>. next. <laughs> well, yeah, so we've got a few weeks before we get onto that, but we will be back soon with the Doskers and Castrovalva. Uh, so in the meantime, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2WatchWho. I will post up your Instagram. Can I put that on Instagram stories? You watching the Canon Company thing? Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we'll see you for the Doskers very soon. Bye. Bye. Two Watch Who. Watch Who.